Welcome, cadets and captains, to another episode of M-Class Podcast. Oh, fuck my tits. <laughs> yeah. We're off to a good start. I, I didn't know we were going blue so quick, but yeah, put it put it between them. Oh, they're blue? They're blue boobs? I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. <laughs> Are you Mystique? I wish. Wouldn't that be... That's such a fucking cool power. You just turn into what whoever you want. Yeah, I like in the, uh, I think it's like X-Men 2 or 1. No, it's 1. She turns into just regular Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, how does she know what that person looks like? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's just like, this is what I would look like without blue shit on me. Uh, and then she tricks that guy, and then she shoots metal into his butt. Yeah. She does shoot it directly into his ass cheek. You're right, correct. she like, yeah, she like, it's a big syringe of like, I don't know, it's like iron, iron or something, yeah, because iron in the bloodstream wouldn't be picked up in Magneto's big plastic jail. Yeah, he already has iron in his bloodstream. Also, it would kill you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could probably survive long enough to take him his dinner. You could- <laughs> You'd, you'd be mighty uncomfortable during it, though. You probably would feel like goddamn shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You'd be like, you... why is my blood so heavy? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would think. I fucking love the idea of just knowing your blood's weight when you're walking around. Like, hmm, my... my blood's feeling a tad bit heavy today. Oh, my fluids are heavy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're already off topic because we watched... Uh, one of the most ridiculous fucking episodes of television that either of us have ever seen. I, I'm not even gonna pretend that I didn't love this. I episode. loved it. <laughs> this episode is so fucking insane and like genuinely hilarious. Like, yes, I it was is. laughing the whole time. The 800 crazy things happen in the first two minutes. It's. Yeah, one after another after another, too. It's insane. The thing that really gets me is uh, Spock is blasting. He says, and then I started fucking blasting. Dude. Every I few seconds. <laughs> I didn't know that a phaser could create a riverbed. Yeah, you can do whatever with a phaser, dog. My favorite part about that is... He shoots something, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, you think it's a wall, because the perspective's fucking wrong, right? Yeah. And and, <laughs> and then it cuts to back to, like, a wide shot of this ravine that Spock has carved out of the street. Dude, a second, so people... a second before that, he shoots a lady with, a, yeah. with his weapon, and it turns her back into a fucking dragon monster who runs yeah. away. And he's like, clearly, that's a whatever the fuck. And it's like, did you know that? <laughs> like, uh, you were 100% sure about this, huh? <laughs> did you know that that's what that was? Uh, somebody needs... Like, Spivzy used to do this. Uh, somebody needs to re-edit it so he shoots the lady and there's just a human lady scream and then a pile of ashes. <laughs> yeah, just like a skeleton or something. <laughs> and That'd then cut funny. back to his face doing like the really bad eyebrow raise he does yeah, later. The, yeah, the... Mm. <laughs> Anyway, this is the second episode in the Galactic Tome of Cosmic Thaumaturgy collection given to us by Axe Wizard on our Patreon and voted on by our patrons at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. So what's the theme of this one? Space magic. Space magic. Okay. Yeah, he has, he has a love potion that's magic as fuck. 
Oh, yeah, it's a, like, Star Trek Spanish Fly. Does anyone know what Spanish Fly is? <laughs> Probably not anymore. God, I'm so old. Um, this is the uh, Star Trek The Animated Series Season 1, Episode 10, Mud's Passion. Yeah. Uh, this episode was written by uh, Stephen Candell. Who, the funniest man on Earth. He wrote uh, two episodes of the original series and this... Can you guess what two episodes of the original series he wrote? The the mud ones. Yes, muds, women, and I mud. <laughs> this guy uh, like owns mud. This dude fucking loves mud. He he did do another episode of the animated series called the Jihad, which I'm oh. scared to watch. <laughs> sounds <laughs> sounds topical. <laughs> And uh, Hal Sutherland is the director of this episode. He directed the entire first season of the animated series, so you can blame him for everything. Did he, though? Uh, Directing is a harsh word, maybe. I think my favorite thing about the animated series is, like, you could see that they're like, oh, we can do stuff that we couldn't do on the show because it's animated. And then... They were like, oh, we can't do stuff because we have to pay for anime. <laughs> so it like gives it this weird, like, it's like a double whammy almost, like where you get some stuff that's like, oh, they could have done that in Star Trek. <laughs> and then you get other stuff where you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You get some stuff where they shouldn't have, they wanted to do it, but shouldn't have in yeah. Star Trek. Like this episode has a sequence where the Herculoids show up. And yeah, start battling Kirk and his crew. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Like, literal space ghost monsters show up and start fighting the crew. One of them's a turd, a giant turd. Uh, I, I believe, unless things change in my brain by the time this episode comes out, you will have seen these two monsters as me and Josh in the episode art. So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, we we love and hate each other, apparently. <laughs> um, so, I, going through this episode piece by piece is going to be difficult, but I like a challenge. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I, I love a challenge. <laughs> okay, I'm up for it, too. Uh, the U.S. Enterprise, the United <laughs> States Enterprise, arrives at uh, a planet called Motherlode. That reminds me of, like, DC Comics or something. Yeah, that, that is the name of... That for sure has to be the name of a planet in DC Comics somewhere. Like, Green Lantern's been there. Yeah, mother, Green Lantern goes to Motherload. Everybody goes to Motherload sometimes. Pretty cool name for a planet, but a little, little too cool for Star Trek. It's a little on the nose as well, because it's a mining planet called Motherload. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Oh, you're dumb. Um, yep. Kirk and... Me dumb. <laughs> Kirk is just like, hey, Spock, do you think Harry Mud is on this planet? <laughs> Why did they call it Mudderload? Uh, Spock is like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spock is like, the odds of him being on that planet are approximately 81%, plus or minus 0.53. Yeah, he says it weird. He's like... Eight one percent. Eight one percent. Because that's science. It's like, it's like what? Just say eighty one. <laughs> like Vulcans can say eighty one. Doctor McCoy's like you fucking green blooded hobgoblin. Why don't you, you just say Mud's probably there? He's like I did. 
Lieutenant Eric's is there. Oh yeah, three arms. Eric's. Eric's. Er- Eric's. Eric's. He's got three arms and he's a weird alien. They can he's only put T-Rex. him on this show. He's not a T Rex. He's an Arex. Oh shit! He's he's so many letters better than a T Rex. He's got not only does he have two regular arms, but a third regular arm. You're on to something here, Josh. That's what that's what it is. I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> Fucking Josh, did you make this character? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, Kirk beams down to Motherload with Spock, and Mud is up on a uh, an old timey like snake oil salesman yeah, stand. He's, he's snake oiling. And he's he's selling a love potion where he's uh, what am I my the first time I laughed in this episode and I don't think I stopped until the end of it yeah is when he's like uh, everyone needs luck in love and I've got just what you need and it cuts to the audience and they're not animated they're just staring yeah. blank. they're just staring at him. And the cut to the audience lasts like two seconds of them just staring blankly. It's dude, it's like. <laughs> the funniest shit that I don't think they meant to be funny, no. but it's so fucking funny. I don't think this episode is supposed to be funny. but I it, think it is, honestly. there that There's parts where they got... I mean, God, man. Well, how I would think, you not I think laugh? It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be funny in ways that we're not finding it funny. Like, oh, yeah. ha ha ha, he tricks her into the love potion. Ha ha ha, Spock still turns her down. Ha ha right, ha. Right, right. Like, mud gets away. The love potion works on the dinosaur. Ha ha ha. Right. And meanwhile, right. we're laughing at all the animation. <laughs> yeah, we're laughing at, like, the production of the show. <laughs> Uh, he's he's like uh, even if you're an ugly son of a bitch, and one of the monsters is like, and gets barely yeah. animated for one second. Yeah, and then his monster girlfriend or wife or whatever is like, calm down, Harry. <laughs> she comes over and he's like, don't kill this stupid human. He sucks. And uh, Kirk comes in and he's like, hey, you're wanted for fraud, illegal drug manufacturing, and swindling. Swindling. Illegal drug manufacturing is a pretty serious one. Yeah, it's weird that swindling is on the same list. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> but, uh, they basically were just like, you're under arrest for being an asshole. Yeah, pretty much, and he should be. <laughs> yeah, he's also a psychopath. I think I said that to you when we were talking yeah. about it on Twitter. He's insane. He's not He's not just a scumbag. He's like a full-on psycho. <laughs> he's fucked up, dude. But, um... Mud is like, low, check it out. This 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 old bitty over here wants me real bad because of this yeah. love potion. Yeah. And Spock is like, I don't think so, bitch. And he shoots a laser beam <laughs> at a lady. He pulls out his gat and he shoots fucking her. starts blasting. And he, she, yeah. <laughs> with t- no other evidence, just his hunch. Yeah, she turns back into a little reptile and, like, Scooby-Doo's out of the scene or whatever. But, like... This brings up so many fucking questions. <laughs> yeah, how did he know that it was not a uh, a lady? Two, there's reptiles that could turn into people. There's reptiles that can turn into people and have the intelligence to be able to pretend to be a woman and, and also speak English. <laughs> also, did he give the lizard the drug? Like, is he fucking a lizard? Because it turns out it works later. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
He doesn't but, think it does, uh, dude. I don't know. He, at this point, he's just snake oil, and he knows it doesn't yeah, work. He doesn't right? know it. He thinks it doesn't work at this point. Because but it he, does work. Yeah, because he stole it from someone else or whatever, right? Yeah. So he doesn't know. But like, why? Okay, so <laughs> okay, okay. So why is he under arrest for illegal drug manufacturing? He didn't make the drugs. I think he just made drugs elsewhere. Oh, it's this not is this different. drug. Because oh, okay. he was a pimp the first time we made him. Yeah, he's a pimp. And I love that in the 1960s, they were like, this highly advanced crew of diplomats are going to have to take this fucking robo-pimp across space so that he can yeah. give these ladies away. Yeah. I mean, have an open mind, you know? Uh... <laughs> You know, like I want to fuck a robot lady. So what? I don't. I don't think they're robots. It turns out that they're like uh, using like holograms or something to appear beautiful, and they're actually like ugly, and that makes them not worthwhile anymore. Oh, it's, it's that sixties. It's that movie that sucks. Uh, Shallow Hal. <laughs> There's a reference for you. The fact that it's July 2021 and you just pay, made a hallow, shallow howl reference. Yeah. I'm like a repository of shit nobody cares about. <laughs> I That's feel like that my way about life. myself sometimes. My whole life is like, hey, you're really good at this dumb thing that nobody gives a fuck about. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there are miners on this planet that are human for some reason. Yeah, why not? And they're like, uh, the Federation doesn't have any say here, so fucking buzz off. Yeah, they're like, I'll take all your crystals and get me laid. And I'm like, why are there humans here? <laughs> Dude, they're mining. Uh, but the crowd starts to attack Mud, but uh, as Josh so eloquently put it earlier, uh, Spark makes a ravine. With his gun. <laughs> yeah, he he just shoots a fucking chasm in the ground. And, and it's uh, like, that phaser is a fucking insane, dude. Yeah, like, what even setting standing, was that? <laughs> dude, like 20? Like, even standing next to that would be like, you would kill you. Like, it would vaporize you standing next to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, cr- the crowd gets stopped because of this. And then they, uh, they grab Mud and they beam him back to the ship. Yeah. And they're like, you're under arrest, mud. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, all I can wonder is, like, they sent the flagship of the Federation to do this. They've had dealings with mud. I could, I could hear the Admiral yeah. being like, yeah, Kirk, you've had dealings with mud. You know how to deal with his pimpiosity. His pimp hand is too strong. We're sending the flagship. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go steal something or be evil because I'm an Admiral. I think I'm going to try to put that one shot of mud into the episode art. So if you don't know what this this cat looks like, look at the episode art. That guy's pimp hand was too strong for the Federation. Yeah, this dude is like some... He's like Carl Bratananonaluski yeah, from fucking Aqua Teen. Straight right? Aqua Teen. He just, he's missing the voice. That's it. Yeah. And he's like... He's a Giants fan, weirdly, which so is Carl. <laughs> Did you ever watch those uh, Carl's pick it a week? They he would do like football picks. No, it, it, it was cool because they would put them up on on their uh, like Adult Swim YouTube, and it was just Carl being like like ragging on football teams, and it was f- hilarious. 
That sounds that sounds funny, and I would have watched it, but I wouldn't have understood what was funny. You didn't need to. I it's still would have laughed. It's just Carl being like, "I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, how he is. There's a there's like an art to doing reference humor that you don't need to know the reference to yeah. to laugh about it. Yeah, like Looney Tunes was always really fucking good at that because I didn't know those old ass Hollywood stars they were. Yeah, everybody knows that like Nucky Thompson looking guy, but I don't know who the hell he really was. Nucky Thompson looking yeah, guy. The the fucking um, uh, what's his name? The actor. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Steve Buscemi. Well yeah, <laughs> he does kind of look like Steve Buscemi. The guy, but like he, he like plays like the a, mad scientist all the time. He, yeah, but he also plays like a hitman and like a mob. Like, I think he really because like Nucky Thompson was based off of that guy. But also the oh, Looney Tunes was big. We are ba- not talking about the same guy. Because there was a no. dude who looked like weirdly realistic with big eyes. He looks like Steve Buscemi, who was always a mad scientist. It and then there was the a same. guy who was Muggsy, who was like a um he was like a, re- a short guy who was like uh like a criminal. He was like a gangster. Yeah. yeah. Not him. Not Muggsy. I'm the- thinking of the Steve Buscemi guy. I mean, he's uh, he's based on an actor. Yeah, at I that don't know. time, whose name I don't really remember. Nobody knows his name. <laughs> like I used to, I used to be able to know, like know his name like right off the top of my head. Yeah, I always want to say Alfred E. Newman, but that's the Mad Magazine. No, <laughs> this is extremely interesting to our audience. This is uh, all over the. You know what? <laughs> we watched this episode and it infected our brain with crystals, <laughs> and we're fucking insane now. Uh, Spock wants a medical report from Nurse Chapel. Nurse Chapel is uh, still trying to trick Spock into loving her like fucking Lois Lane in a comic book from the 50s. I fucking love how well voice acted she is by uh, Majel Barrett. Like, Majel Barrett's great, and she's yeah. great at, in this. Like, she's like really good in this. She's she's missed her opportunity as a voice actress because yeah. she was really good. She would have been amazing. Um, but Mud sees his opportunity, right? Because he sees that Nurse Chapel is like has feelings for Spock, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. he's a trifle lacking in the warmer emotions. Do you want some help with that?" Spock is like, Chapel's like, "I want to. Do you want me to? Can I? Can you help me?" And Spock's like, no. <laughs> He's like, that would be illogical. And she's like, of course it would. <laughs> of course it would be stupid, right? And she's yeah, like... it's later when she's pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, she's mad. That's right. I get it confused, because... But uh, I think this summary even skips ahead to the... But, um... Nobody knows what... The rest of this... I, what happens? She, she goes back and forth with mud for a while, where he's like, "Take this crystal and rub it all over your boobs, <laughs> and then touch the man you love, and he'll love you." Ooh, and he's like such an idiot. <laughs> he is fucking moron. But uh, she's she eventually like falls for it. Yeah, the and, the allure of the possibility is too great, right? Yeah, and she takes the th- and my favorite thing about it is she takes it and she like rubs it on her and then she like kind of like swoons and mud catches her and yeah. she's like, "Oh, you're supposed to be in your cell." And he goes, "Oh yeah," and he walks back into his cell he goes and turns back into into my the cell. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't see anything wrong with this and leaves. Also, he just touched her. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Shouldn't she be in love with him? Yeah, I thought that's where this was going to go. That's what I thought, too. And then it was just, no, maybe Mud, like, I don't know, maybe his clothes touched her. Maybe he's so grotesque, no woman could ever love him. (laughs) Also, like, this episode is so fucking, like, full-on, like, only men and women can love each other. Yes, they make a great point of the, the... just so everyone is clear, we all have the not gaze. Yeah, right? exactly. Like right. if two, if you touch a man, you become best friends. You're best buds forever, and, and you don't just, yeah. fuck each other. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's. I thought that too. I was like, Ugh. they got the all full right. on not gaze. Like, w- like, would it be way better if I know this is a show for like kids? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Is it? I don't and, know. I, I honestly don't either. Kids shows today have gay characters in them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's uh, I just watched uh, Master of the Universe. There's a few. Oh cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, they. It's 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 pretty good. People are shitting on it. I don't really know why. But I think people are shitting on it because it's different. Than no, it's awesome. It's the it's original genius. show. It's brilliant how they did it. It's the it's same great. reason they shit on uh, Shira. Shira, although that was also because like. They they changed their fat material into being a character. Yeah, they uh, that show's great. I love Shira. Yeah, Shira's great. I, uh, watched, I still have to watch He Man. It's five episodes. It's really short. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I have to check it out. It's it's good though. I liked it. I think you would like it. It's it, the way they do it. It's cool. It's very anime. I I do. I like anime. All right. <laughs> Not the drawing, but the storytelling. Yeah. It's very very anime. Um, where was I in this episode? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, there's a really fucking funny scene where she's like, oops, I fell in your lap, Spock. Oh. Do you want to help me do my reports? And he's like, no, get off of me. (laughs) Dude, she just sits on him for like a full minute. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I fell on you. And he's like, uh, she's like, do you want to help? And then he holds a book up directly in her fucking face. Yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> Dude. She's I like, thought that I can't was hilarious. Get up. I can't get up because they'd have to draw me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we ran a budget, so I just have to be on your lap for the rest of the episode. I just, this is the episode now. I just sit here now. But she, yeah. uh, she like, um, gets up or whatever, and he's, um. <laughs> so does Spock. Ha <laughs> <laughs> His dick. <laughs> but that's when she's like, yeah, it would be stupid. Stupid to help me, wouldn't it? And she storms yeah. out. Yeah. And then Spock like picks up the report she left behind, and he's like, "Ah, oh, Nurse Chapel's sweet summary." <laughs> he's like, "It's smitten, right?" It's so fucking funny. Sweet he like summary. He like smells it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he's like, "Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it smells like Nurse Chapel. Oh, I'm a wiener. <laughs> he got hard for the first time in seven years." Oh, it's the pond far. <laughs> I'm gonna see how pond far I can jizz. There's oh, it's pretty good. Thanks. The um the door to the um the shuttle bay opens up and mud uh, mugs for the camera for what feels like forever. Oh my god! Stop <laughs> looking at the camera, bro. You're and, a professional. Uh, uh, Nurse Chapel shows up with a with her fucking gun and she's like, "Look, you tricked me, and now you're." Dead. Now she's gonna take him back into custody, <laughs> and they have a struggle or whatever. 
and uh, mud. She like karate chops him. Yeah, mud somehow wins, even though he looks like he couldn't walk upstairs without losing breath. Yeah, that dude, he ain't winning any fights. But um, all the love crystals break and get uh, sucked into the air vents. I was excited as fuck when this happened. Also, what? What? <laughs> yeah, weren't they liquid a second ago? What happened? Uh, so there, you're telling you're telling me <laughs> there's like an air conditioning vent on the floor in the in the shuttle bay that sucks air in from where itself. Uh, Why would it point. do that? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Look, I'm big into HVAC, and this is bullshit. Uh, they they really got their fucking HVAC screwed on the Guys, Enterprise. If you're not gonna take HVAC seriously, what are you gonna take seriously? I hope somebody got fired for that. For that boner. <laughs> but uh, Mud grabs Nurse Chapel and he jumps in a shuttlecraft and takes off. Uh, for not Mother Load, they're in a different part of space. It's just a rock planet. The yeah, he has no plan. Like no. He has no plan whatsoever. This, du- this dude's plan is like, go somewhere. And I think she even is like, where are we going? He's like, it doesn't matter. Everywhere is somewhere. And it's like, no. That's, that's why it's called shit works, dog. fucking space, bro. It's called space because it's just space. It's big. There's yeah. nothing in it. I th- a part I left that too was like when he gets like Nurse Chapel unconscious, he's like, Harry Mudd wins again! <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking to? What a moron. Uh, but Spock's like, oh, my beloved Nurse Chapel, I must rescue her. I must save the day. <laughs> Christine, I can't stand the thought of any danger to her. The woman I love. It's so fucking funny and josh tweeted my favorite part of the entire fucking episode where he's like i must save the woman i love and it does close-ups of everyone on the deck's face and then eric's is like (laughs) (laughs) it's hilarious it's legitimately hilarious like like there's no way that that had that had to be planned it's so fucking funny it's dude uh it's the funniest shit i've ever seen like almost I was howling I was crying God, laughing that was so fucking funny just, like I lost it <laughs> <laughs> like, like like you don't need to say anything you no. don't need to say anything he said it all and uh Kirk's like love Spock yeah cause he's like not me yeah a little bit before this he comes in and he's like I don't feel so good <laughs> Right, <laughs> and they acting. do the first of six slow pans across the bridge and show everyone's back. Yeah, like they're not like they're not listening to him. Like they're like, "Fuck you, Spock." Whatever. Yeah, who gives a shit, Spock? Spock, are you talking again? It's like fucking Spock, dude. Like, when has he ever been like, "I don't feel good," right? He's yes, Captain. I want to protect her, hold her in my arms, maybe see her feet. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't remember. Let me watch that again. Uh, Spock and Kirk are in the uh, transporter room, and Spock is like, come on, we have to rescue her. Yeah. What if something happens to her feet? <laughs> I'll never forgive myself if I can't suck on her big toe. There's a uh, hilarious fucking scene that made me laugh so hard. 
that happens on the planet where like Mud is like pulling Nurse Chapel around and she's like, Where are we going? And he's like, Don't worry, I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. And the camera pans over to a bunch of rocks. It's a turn. And one eye opens and it goes bundun and cuts even before the sound effect is it's done to the next scene. <laughs> We ran into commercial time. Cut it! Cut it off! Cut it off! <laughs> Cut it off! God, that made me laugh. So we bad. couldn't have trimmed a second off of the eight pans on the bridge. But no, we have to show the whole bridge. Yep. Um, they were just making this episode like they're just building it. Like there was no plan. Like there's no storyboard. They they beam down to the planet and rock beasts wake up and start attacking them. Yeah. And the rock of is- ages. Spock is like, oh, my darling, are you fine? And Chapel's like, darling? Oh, fuck, yeah, it works! I'm gonna suck your Vulcan dick. (laughs) How many you got? How many you got? Come on, B3, B3! (laughs) But uh, they try and transport to the vessel, but then it cuts up to the Enterprise, and everybody's... And uh, I also laughed really, really hard at... uh, What is the name of the cat lady? Oh, I forget her name. Um, her, she is so wall-eyed the entire dude. episode. <laughs> dude, I feel bad because I have a lazy eye. You don't see it, but I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sorry. wear your eye patch in kindergarten. Well, her eyes are like fully in opposite directions for no reason. They like, didn't draw it. They couldn't draw the it's like that you yeah, you see that gif of that uh the anime character drawing the you know cuts to him drawing a face and he's trying to draw Oh an yeah, eye. He, and he keeps draw getting, the eye over and over yeah, again. He's getting pissed off. It's they that is such a good gif. Yeah. I can I feel I think, that deep I think of you bones. when I see that cuz I'm like man that's what it's like, right? <laughs> Sometimes it really is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love that Kirk is like, can you like take your fucking hands off a of chapel for five seconds so we can figure out what to do? <laughs> and he's like, that's my affair, Jim. <laughs> he's like, wait, no. We're both reacting to the drug. The love potion. Don't they beam somewhere? Like, when they like- beam in, there's a really fucking great scene where they, t- uh, they touch each other and they're yeah. like, wait, I'm feeling such brotherly love for you. My dear friend Spock. <laughs> And Spock's like, Jim, it is an honor to have a friend like you. And he's like, oh, I, feel I feel the, the same, same way. way. It's like, we're okay. totally hetero. Yeah. Dude, what would, what an amazing show it would have been if they would have just fucking kissed the fuck out of each other. <laughs> like, can you imagine how incredible that would be? The first gay kiss on television, and it's in Star Trek, the animated, the animated series. series. And it's Kirk and Spock just frenching. Dude, do you realize how happy that would make so many shippers at that time? That's what I'm saying. That's the first ship ever, is Kirk and Spock. It's a win-win. It's a fucking win-win. I'm sure there were people who were, like, shipping fucking, like, uh, the, like, the Bergerac guy. Who? (laughs) The guy with the big nose. Fuck. The... I want to say Cicero, but that's not his name. Cyrano. Cyrano de Bergerac. Cyrano Jones. They were, like, fucking shipping Cyrano de Bergerac and the guy who he, like, was working with to win the lady's heart. Yeah. Yeah. There, I don't it's know why always... I went there. I'm sure it was, like, d- d- fucking uh, Romeo and Tybalt or something. Tybalt! <laughs> they fucking, they love each other, and they that's were... why he kills him. 
Spoilers. <laughs> Wait, was Tybalt his cousin? Which was his cousin? Uh, Mercutio. Mercutio. He's the one that Tybalt kills. Tybalt kills Mercutio. Romeo kills Tybalt. Yeah, at that gas station, they pull out their nines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that movie? Um, that that had uh, DiCaprio. DiCaprio in it. Yeah, and uh, the hottest girl in 1993, me, Jeff Pennington. What's her name? Claire Danes. Claire Danes. <laughs> I did get to kiss Leo. Everybody. <laughs> damn, what was that like? It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Would you rather kiss him now or then? I mean, well, you're, now. You're, well, right, you're the same age as him then, I'll say. Sure, Let's, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were. Uh, now, oh. I'd rather kiss him now. Really? You think? Sure. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be a better kisser now, right? I don't know. I feel like he just phones it in. Oh, shit. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> like, not his acting, but like... He phones I feel like in his kissing. He, well, like, think about it. You're Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you even have to fucking try at sex at this point? Like, whatever. I don't know. That could that would be like a real bad thing to get out, right? That like, hey, this Hollywood leading man, limp dick. No, I mean like you you still get hard. But no, like, I mean bad at sex. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> sex bad. Know. Like you just could lay there and people would just love it, right? That's true. You're Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Leo's, like, being a sex symbol thing is over, right? That's not been a thing for a long time. This is so weird, because I was talking to my girlfriend about this, uh, Mm -hmm. and she was like, I never liked him because he looked like my brother when my brother was young. And I was like, oh, I get that. And she's like, yeah, I just never never was into Leo. And I was like, but you love The Rock. And and she was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, I definitely, I would fuck The Rock, too. (laughs) Like, I fucking love The Rock. The if the rock the came rock. over and was like, "Can I fuck your girlfriend?" I'd be like, "Yes." Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first, Dwayne Johnson. If you're listening, <laughs> I've told her this. I'm like, and "You're yeah, hard whatever. up." That's <laughs> that's one of the passes you get if it's rock. His name's The Rock for fuck's sake. Dude, we we talked about in our uh, and I think we've probably talked about it on here as well. But we talked about it in our Total Recall. Um, uh, commentary track that you can get at patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how Arnold Schwarzenegger just has that sort of weird it factor. Yes. 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 That lets him, like, get away with not being the best right. actor. He can not, just do like, whatever. Yeah. And uh, you're always happy to see him in anything he's in. Mm-hmm. I feel like The Rock is the same way. Same way. Yeah. Like, he's in absolute garbage, but I'll watch any of it because The Rock is in it. Some of it is, like, movies I really love like the rundown I really love the rundown is way better than people give it credit for it's the dumbest shit ever but it's great and uh, uh he's in a Hercules movie that's just awful <laughs> I never saw that one he doesn't have super strength in it like what? What it's supposed do? to be like a realistic Hercules and then at the end of the movie they just give that up anyway <laughs> hold, and he pulls hold, down a bunch hold, of fucking pillars hold on a realistic Hercules you know how Hollywood works do you know do they know about the myth of Hercules that he's Apparently not. a demigod who isn't realistic he's just a dude in this one oh, and he's, he's right. got big muscles I'll tell you movies that I uh, two movies I love that are guilty pleasures are the remake Clash of the Titans and oh, the yeah. second one. I love those movies. Those are fun movies. They're dumb as fuck. But the, fir- the first one's a little better than the second one, but yeah. I love them both. I like 
I could sit down and watch the original Clash of the Titans like whenever. Yeah, we used to have it on. It. We used to have it on VHS, and we would. It it's. I watched it recently, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of bad." It's not. It's not a good movie. Like people sort of remember it that way because like the effects were like groundbreaking. Yeah. And, but uh, as the movie itself is like really weird and disjointed, and uh, there's a lot of like downtime. Yes, there's a lot of like weird, stilted, sort of like I don't know, like semi Shakespearean acting happening. Yeah, it doesn't really fit with the scene. Yeah, yeah. I still I like, love that movie. I like when they go up to Mount Olympus though, and they have all those clay figures and stuff. That oh, that was man. always cool. It's so cool. And the bird, the owl. Uh, God, I used to know that owl's name. I want to say Archimedes, but that's the uh, Merlin's owl from Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sword in a Stone. Hooter. I, I want to say we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> That doesn't sound like his name. After these messages, we'll be right back. Attack! They rose above the jungle. New battle birds. Battle birds! Airplanes become battle birds of prey. Heroic Skypice clutches his claws. Night Slayer shows his dark side. Battle birds! But Terror Dactyl is tearing up the sky. Part plane, part battle bird. Attack Pack Battle Bird! Attack Pack Battle Bird vehicles, each sold separately only from Hot Wheels. Welcome back from those messages, which could be your messages. Contact us at mclassemail at gmail.com if you would like to become uh, an advertiser on our program. Advertisements. Is what we're talking. What was the name of the owl? Oh, I knew it off the top of my head. It was Bubo. Yes, the owl's name was Bubo. I just knew it. Yes, you just—he didn't look it up. He just knew it. No. Why would you say that? You—you wouldn't have to clarify. No, I just just in case, just in case somebody, (laughs) just in case somebody thought I cheated like a fucking filthy cheater, man. Yeah, like a trivia cheater. Like you're at a bar doing trivia, and there's people. Oh, let me call. Let me look. My my mom's texting me. Oh, my mom's texting me. Oh, the owl's name is Boobo, by the way. Oh, the owl's name is Boobo. My mom wants to know when she's going to pick us up. My mom wants to know what the name of the owl from Clash of the Titans was, so I just <laughs> told her it was Boobo. It's weird it was the same time that was the question. It's so weird. So, uh, the, back on the ship, the reason why they're not beaming them up is that everybody's horned up. Yeah, the cat lady is touching Scotty, and this made me laugh, too. When she's like, you're very, like, her voice is terrible. You're yeah. very attractive for a human, which is racist. Yes. And, uh, and it just shows Scotty just standing there. It, it does a close up <laughs> of his face and it doesn't change expression yeah. at all. Yeah. And there's like crickets in the background and you're like, what the fuck? I do love that Bones is like chatting out this lady and he's like, oh, did I tell you when I saved Captain Kirk's life? Or Spock's or Scotty, even that pretty little Lieutenant Uhura. Yeah, which is like, ugh. ugh. Yeah, that's a, he's like yeah. I just, he's smooth as fuck at the end though. Where he's like, if the Enterprise had a heart, I'd save her too. Oh, yeah. well, let's talk about your heart, my dear. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. He's a smooth operator. Smooth operator. That's a song about a pimp. Yeah, it's a song about mud. 
Uh, oh my god. But Kirk is like, I've got a great idea. I'm gonna distract these giant Herculoids. And Spock, <laughs> it actually kind of is a good idea. Spock doesn't think so. He's like, that's an outstandingly stupid idea. Oh, oh I'm sorry, right. the drug. Yeah, it makes you hate the person then after they love you. Yeah, they like fall in love with you, but then they hate you for several hours afterwards. Uh, what a Faustian deal we've gotten ourselves into. <laughs> hey, you probably shouldn't be tricking people into falling in love with you, I guess. Maybe yeah, that's a good I, lesson. Yeah, I mean, that's like, seems like that's borderline super illegal. Yeah, seems <laughs> like... It seems like pretty much the same thing as getting someone blackout drunk and fucking yeah. them, but... Yeah, it's almost the same. It probably is worse. Yes. It's like Devil's Breath, because, like, Devil's Breath, like, you're, like, awake for it. Oh, Jesus. You know, did you ever hear about this shit? No. Dude. What are you talking about? There's this drug in Colombia called Devil's Breath, and it grows, like, everywhere. It grows, like, in the city, like, you know, on trees... And people use it. They drug people. They, like, blow it in their face like fucking like Batman or Scarecrow or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you become highly lucid, but highly, um, uh, what's the word? Suggestionable. Like, oh. So people will be like, hey, uh, let's go to the bank. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then you get to the bank and they're like, "Hey, empty out your bank account." And they're like, "Sure, sure." And then they give them all their money, and then they wake up in a hotel and they're like, "What the fuck just happened?" And like they don't remember. Jesus, this sounds it's, uh, it's fucking science fiction, dude. Yeah, this sounds not real. <laughs> it's real. It's dude. It's totally real, dude. It's the sca- it's the cynic and the believer, and they're <laughs> I'm telling here you to it's talk real. to you. <laughs> it's real. Look, I've I've never heard of the ocean, so I don't believe it. Oh that. my god, <laughs> Colombia is a real country in South America. Look, I've only been to uh, the United States of America, so I think all these other countries have probably made it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But now uh, we're doing Kirk, that kind of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk's big plan is that he's going to use the love drug on the giant rock monsters. I thought he was gonna get the rock monsters to love each other, and I was like, "That's hilarious!" No, he he does not do that. I um, wanted to see those rock monsters get the fuck down on each other. He he uses it on one of them, and then the other one tries to attack Kirk. And then the one he used the drug on is like, "Don't hurt my best friend. We're hetero." Oh, is it? Is that? Uh, <laughs> and that's why they start fighting. Yeah, that's a better idea. Except for like, I laughed really hard at the the rock monster touching Kirk. Like, <laughs> like I did too, man. He just touches like his hands like three times the size of Kirk, right? And he he just. Like, I wish I could show you, but he just, like, like, he just touches it. It is it literally just, like, it's it's like a cut between two pieces of animation. Yeah. Where the hand is on the ground, and then it's touching Kirk. Like, boop, boop. He just boops him on the shoulder. And it's, he falls like, how in did love Kirk, with him. How did Kirk know he wasn't going to smash him to death? Like, why did the monster do that? Why? Yeah, why did he touch him like that? We'll like, never Kirk know. didn't even... Like, they couldn't have Kirk just, like, run up to the tail and touch the tail. That would have been better. Uh, Nurse Chapel finally gets through the ship. I guess they're all done jizzing. Yeah, sure, why not? 
they get beamed back up to the ship and Mud gets thrown into the brig where he's just confessing to these other, like, fucked up things he's done. Yeah, he's like a confessional, like a Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) He's like... Spock comes in and he's like, uh, Nurse Chapel, do you require any aid? And she's like, I wouldn't take it from you! It's the drugs! <laughs> Spock's like, a few moments of love paid for with several hours of hatred. Your potion is scarcely a bargain, Harry. Yeah, for 300 credits, though. And he's like, Mud's like, do you think I'll get rehabilitation therapy again? <laughs> this is so Which means it doesn't fucking work. It's not working. Yeah. And Mud's like, oh, I just hate to leave you all, my all my loved ones. It's so dumb. And then uh everybody winks at the camera and the episode ends. Oh what do you think God. of this episode, Josh? Uh, I loved every second of this episode. God, it's so fucking funny. It's I I I'm adamant. That this yeah. episode is not supposed to be funny in the way we find it funny. <laughs> I I am giving it a 10. <laughs> this is it's the up first there. 10 no, it's ever a, given well, on the show. <laughs> I would have given Darmok a 10. I would have given Interlight a 10. Uh, this is the a first TAS 10. Maybe the only 10. This is the funniest episode of Star Trek I've ever seen in my life. There's nothing that yeah. compares to this. Yeah, I was... Uh, I, I was shocked. I was like, this is genuinely hilarious. Like, for whatever reason. Maybe it's not purposeful. I don't care. It's so yeah, fucking funny. Absolutely. I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. I know a lot of people at home are probably mad that we didn't mention it. That there is a piece of animation in this episode that everyone really loves. Yeah. That I, yeah. I sort of chuckled at, but I don't get why they love it so much. Where, like, the monster slams its tail down and Kirk rolls out of the way. Yeah, he rolls. Like, he does a, a dodge roll. Like, that, I thought it was janky and kind of funny, but, like, everybody Why else seems like to it? think it's the funniest part of the episode. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. No, there's, the funniest part of the episode is every other thing that happens in this episode. <laughs> the funniest part of the episode is... Oh, my God. <laughs> That is so perfectly cut for comedy that that had it, to be on purpose. That There's had to no be on way. purpose. And maybe, like, they couldn't animate, you know, maybe they were restricted by what they could animate, and they figured, well, let's just put this in. And it worked, right? Like, it's one of those, like, perfect uh, limitations that make something perfect, right? Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. But holy shit. I, I immediately, when we weren't going to... Uh, record yesterday i went and found that the bobo version of it on youtube and i like fucked with it to make it look kind of decent and uh so funny dude i was like i'm cutting this out we need this (laughs) uh yeah 10 this is a 10 i uh i also think it's important to point out that kirk is wearing a red shirt at a certain point in this episode, like, for what? one one quick shot, he's wearing a red uniform. And he changes because he doesn't want to die. <laughs> That's the thing. Josh. That's the thing. <laughs> Did you know that people with red shirts in the show die a lot? Ah, <laughs> fucking shit. God, you're so funny, Josh. Did you know that? Dude. I didn't know that. It's so funny. Well, now you know. That's why you come to this podcast. Like, I mean, come to it, like, with your wiener. Yeah. Or non-wiener. Anti-wiener. With a C-U-M. 
<laughs> oh, God. You know what's fucked up? What? Uhura isn't in this episode, but Nichelle Nichols voices the female... The cat. No, she voices the um, one of the miners. Like, the one that stops the guy. Like, he's not worth it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, how the fuck, right? <laughs> does she do the cat, too? Who no. does the cat? She does not do the cat. Uh, uh, Magil Barrett does the cat. Oh, that makes sense. Imres? Im- Im- I think it's Imres. Imres? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why there's a cat on board, but that's fine. Because they could. That's the thing, right? We couldn't make this on the show, so now we can... They're the... What are they? The Cadians. Cadians, yeah. Who show up in the movies. Yeah. And they look way different. (laughs) Yeah, they're in the game, too. You can be a Cadian. They jump, like, super high. That's cool. Yeah, you see them on Ryza jumping, like, 40 feet in the air, and you're like, all right. (laughs) It's a very Star Trek, having a 40-feet vertical leap. It's, like, 12 feet. Like, it's really high. Um, It's, it's like, above, like, the floor of your house. Like, it's great. On the TAS scale. Yeah. Scaling this because it's the animated series. This Oh, this has This has, like, an asterisk to it? I'm not asterisking it. Ten. This is uh, I'm putting an asterisk next to it on mine. It's a, it's ten because it's the animated series. All ten. Um, Regular. If it was an original series episode that was this beat for beat, it would be ten as well. Though I will say that. Yes. Yes. Right. Can you imagine? This episode is funnier than anything. I've, I haven't seen Lower Decks. So I'm not shitting on it because no. I haven't seen it. But I'm guessing this is funnier than anything on Lower Decks. I couldn't imagine that Lower Decks could lead to this. There's too much self-awareness there. The reason why this is so funny is there's no self-awareness. It's straightforward. Yep. This episode is the fastest episode of anything I've ever watched before. (laughs) It's 24 minutes, right? There's... It didn't seem like that. It felt like it was five minutes. Yeah. Like, the beginning is one thing happening after another after another, like, so fast. Yeah. That I was laughing so hard I could barely keep up with what was happening. Yeah. I, uh, it was an assault on my senses. This is the first double catfish in the history of M-Class Podcast. And the TAS episode gets it. Yep. Wow. I want to reiterate, it does get it entirely on the fact that it's so fucking funny I couldn't stop laughing during it. Not because it's, like, good. No, it's not good. There's nothing... The only thing that's good about it is how funny it is. We were... I Like, usually we don't do this. You and I don't talk to each other during... When we're watching it. Yeah. Like, sometimes we'll tweet about something, right? But... We were, like, talking yeah. to each other while we were watching it this time. And yeah. we were both just losing it at different parts. I was slightly ahead of you. And I was like, oh, just wait. Just wait for what, for the end, dude. <laughs> I I was losing it, man. I was losing it. Oh my shit. god. The there's stuff to laugh at throughout the whole episode. Like I mentioned what I laughed at a lot during the beginning, but like like Josh said when Imres like tells Scotty how hot he is and it cuts to a still frame of him not yeah. doing anything. I thought that there's, was the funniest thing. There's like uh, there's shit we missed cuz like I just don't remember cuz there's a ton of shit like that, right? Where there's just like a like a blank stare at <laughs> and it's it's comedy gold, man. It's genius. 
I also love because of animation like limitations. They they reuse this shot of the two monsters taking turns yelling at the ground. Yes! Like a hundred times. Same sound effect over and over. Same sound effect. It's fucking stupid and great. Oh, man, my chest hurt from laughing last night. I was laughing so hard at it. I was watching it on my tablet, and I was just laying down on the couch, and I I was like, I was like, okay, stop, stop yelling. (laughs) Like, when there's, I was like, all right, we got it, right? But I'm, like, laughing while I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, stop. Man, roar, roar, roar. Same sound effect. (laughs) Coming from two different monsters, yelling at the ground. Oh, my God. 10 out of 10, man. Yeah. So fucking funny. Easily. Easily. <laughs> I the, the thing I always talk about with the animated series is, like, if you look at the work that was done all the way up to the point that animation is happening, it's yeah. all fairly good. Like, the designs right. of the rock monsters are pretty fucking solid. They're very, like, Alex Toth, space ghosty. Yeah, yeah. Which the is very, yeah, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, like, all those Hanna-Barbera action cartoons, all the characters were designed by, like, one of my favorite artists of all time, Alex Toth. Mm-hmm. He, like, designed all the heroes, all the monsters, and this is, like, a, a good knockoff design of his yeah. style. Uh, he may have even worked on Star Trek he might the have. series, I don't remember, but, like, it, the designs of the characters... Uh, all look like the person they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're very simple, but they're also nice looking. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, since I'm, like, into action figures, I always think, like, oh, man, like, that would be a really cool figure, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know. There, There's a, a Star Wars series on Disney that it was, like, these mini, mini episodes, and they made figures for it, and I just really liked them because they were, like, just really nicely done. And I yeah. always think about that with the animated series. Like, I would really love a, a, a Kirk animated series figure. I would, too, actually. It'd be and cool. It, yeah, Alex Toth did not work on Star Trek the Animated Series because it was Funimation, and Alex Toth worked for Hanna-Barbera. He was under contract. <laughs> and I mean, like, the the thing about, like, uh, we've, we've been talking a lot about Space Ghost Coast to Coast recently, and you may uh-huh. know why by now. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, you may have to figure that out. As uh, patrons may have to figure that out. Yeah, soon. figure it out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like the thing about all these characters on Space Ghost Coast to Coast that are so silly and funny is that they're all really great designs. Yeah, it works. And that's because Alex Toth made them. It's of that period of time, and it, and it's very uh, like we grew up with it in the eighties because they were syndicating all this stuff, right? Oh like, yeah, tons of reruns. Like Scooby Doo was on like every fucking day, right? Like yeah, and that, Cartoon Network just all they had were Hanna Barbera cartoons to yeah. play, so you would see Space Ghost all the time. Yeah, and I still Dude. love those Space Ghost shorts. They're dumb as fuck, but I love them. They are dumb. <laughs> And it's really disconcerting to hear, like, you you know, when you think of Brack, you hear Andy Merrill's voice doing a dumb Brack voice. Yeah. But, like, in the original series, he's like, it is I, Brack, and I it's will like, take over the universe. so weird. And, yeah. Like, you think of him as this cute little guy with the, with the underbite, like a little dog, right? Yeah. 
but uh the the funny thing about brack uh from is that like he was voiced by uh like a japanese man yeah who like played villains a ton key luke is his name okay and like uh, he was Mr. Wing in the Gremlins films, the guy who oh, like, him. ran the shop. Like he was the voice of Brock oh god, to begin yeah. With. Uh, so he he sort of sounds like a Japanese man doing like a British accent. Yeah, and it's so strange to hear this like threatening voice coming out of Brock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what well, who who did uh, a a coup? Oh, fuck. oh, Aku it's two guys. was voiced Ma- by Mako. Mako, yeah, Mako, yeah, yeah. I love him. He's in Conan, so I love him. Yeah, for Mako that. is fucking. He's like the wizard. Oh my Conan. god, yeah. His voice is classic. I love it. Is and now oh, Gr- uh, Greg Baldwin does him. He does a pretty good, like, uh, Mako impression. I guess he's doing like a Mako impression. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because it's like gotta sound like it. But his voice is like uh, it's almost like Yoda. It's like how do you recreate it, right? Like, yeah, he voiced um, he voiced uh, Uncle Iroh in Avatar as well. Yeah, he's like one of the most beloved characters. He did a ton of shit at the end of his life, voiceover wise. Yeah, and he played Splinter, which is like a role it seems like he was born to play in yeah. the 2007 movie, the CGI one. Oh God, with the uh, <laughs> what's with, her name? Uh, it's full of aliens. <laughs> What's her name? Fuck. I don't oh know God. what you're talking Megan, about. Megan, no, 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 no. The CGI one. Yeah, Mega Fox. <laughs> She's not in that. <laughs> Wait. They're both not the live action one with CGI. No. Just the regular. Yeah, CGI. just the. It's all CGI. Well, I think I saw that in the movie theater. It was just called TMNT. Yeah, I think I went to see that. It's the forgotten one because it's like it's. Technically, a sequel to the old movies. It takes place after uh, Ninja Turtles Two. Three. Oh, after Turtles in Time. Yeah, that's cool. They don't mention that. <laughs> I think there's a game for that movie, which I played. The TMNT game. Yeah, no, I was. I was. I thought you meant Turtles in Time, and I was like, oh uh, yeah. No, not that one. The TMNT. <laughs> it was a, a GameCube game. Oh yeah, I think you're right. That's my John Larroquette. Turtles fact of the day. <laughs> I oh, how turtley, how mutagenic. <laughs> I was thinking about turtles the other day and how like the plot loses itself when like everything's getting dosed with the shit. Right? Oh yeah, there's like <laughs> there's goo everywhere because yeah. they have to make enemies that the turtles can fight right? and they friends can't... even like Mondo yeah. Gex right like he yeah. got it or um the Batman and Robin knockoff. So oh, who's that? Screw loose and something gear. Oh my god! I just remember uh, Baxter. Baxter Stockman. Stockman, yeah, he was always a favorite of mine. I think a lot of Flyman comes from Baxter Stockman. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> There's a little inside baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Wingnut and Wingnut and screw. screw Loose. I love the neutrinos. I thought they were stupid, but I love them. Oh, dude, they're so radical, though. Dude, they're they so to... fucking radical. I wanted a hover Thunderbird. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking hover T-Bird? Fuck yeah, dude. It's weird how they were supposed to be a throwback to the 50s, but they're so goddamn 80s. 
Yeah, it's like, what's what? Like, I don't even know what is what at that point. It's, it's kind of maybe a C. It's a little bit like that. It's weird how we could, uh, you and I could literally do a podcast about anything. It's, I know. It's weird. We just go off on these tangents about what the fuck ever. Yeah, fuck it. It's podcasts. That's um, what we do. <laughs> it's so, I, I can only imagine that there's no Star Trek podcast that's even slightly like this. <laughs> no, I, I don't listen to, like, podcasts that are similar to the ones I do because no. I. F- I don't either. I feel like either that would influence me too much, or I would be trying to, like, I would be talking about how I'm doing stuff to be different than them too much. Yeah, I would, I would find it, like, too close to, like, the, like, work almost, where I'd be like, I do this, I don't, this is not entertaining to me, you know, does that make sense? Not that I'm, this is entertaining that we're doing it, but it's like... It is entertaining, fuck you. No, it is, it is, but I'm not, I wouldn't be entertained by other people doing what I do. No, I wouldn't be entertained by listening to us either. I wouldn't either, that's why I don't listen to us. I don't listen to us. Um, I find it strange when people do listen to their own podcasts. Yeah, that's weird. Like, how can you do that? I can't. I don't know, I heard my voice the other day, it's been a while... Because, like, of COVID and shit, like, mm-hmm. like hearing my voice, like, immediately after recording something, and I was like, oh my god, I sound like the worst idiot. Like, I fucking no. hate myself. No, Josh, you're the best. <laughs> we all love you. Everyone listening to this right now loves you. You're just saying that. You're just saying that to make me feel good. I know the truth! Uh, No. <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> no i heard my voice and i was like oh god i feel I the know. same way every time i hear my voice i'm like wow i'm a moron it doesn't happen often and, and you just get used to it eventually but like every now and then it catches me and i'm like and oh god especially like uh I've, I've worked for a long period in my life to like uh sort of purge as much of my accent as i can yeah you, yeah and anytime I'm talking and I'm like listening to a recording of myself and I hit a twang, it's like a knife going through my fucking skull. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've, it gets. I get a little Philly every now and then if I if I drink too. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard that comes out. There's a, there was a video and I I learned something about myself through this video because I posted it on Twitter. Uh, I didn't listen to it first before I posted it. It was I was taking uh, my mom's dog for a walk, mm-hmm. and my mom was with me, and Crystal was with me as well, and my nieces were with me, and I was taking my dog, uh, this dog, for a walk, and I posted it, and everybody was like, "Jesus, Jeff, are you doing an accent on purpose? You're around the accent." Yeah, because I was around my mom, my accent came back one hundred percent. My mom says like water. And she says crick and all that shit. <laughs> and I never did. And to like I see my mom like almost every day. And like she I every time I hear her say water, I'm like, Oh my god. Like stop. I, <laughs> stop I, saying water. I'm not gonna say a name because they probably listen to the podcast, but I do have a friend who says Wooder. Are they from here? Uh yeah. They say "wooder" every single time. Yeah, my mom. And I always chuckle inwardly it's at it, stupid. which is mean because again, I have an accent. People, you can chuckle inwardly at me, just don't do it outwardly. Yeah, but your accent's like more. I feel like it's more like what people know about it. Like people know about that type of accent. 
a Philly accent? Sure. Like, people, people, like, like, what? people know about it because it's the most made fun of accent on the planet. It's oh, like the yeah, accent no, that it everybody <laughs> makes fun of. I make fun of it, even. So... <laughs> Oh, God. Well, you know, maybe if people around there got vaccinated, we'd make fun of it. <laughs> you know, you, you bring up a good point. <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, I'm i fully vaccinated. Yeah, me too. I got a tetanus shot yesterday, two days ago. Damn, you're, you're being a good boy. You deserve a lollipop. Yo, okay, I got four shots in a year. You I deserve got... two lollipops, at least. Is it a dum-dum? Sure. Is it root beer? That's the best. I I do like a root beer dum dum. Everybody what? talks about how grape flavored suckers are garbage, but I like them. I mean, it's candy. How much garbage could it be? <laughs> it's all garbage, technically. Yeah, technically it's all garbage, but also like it's free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me. I the do free... like a red. I like a red one. Uh, watermelon's okay. Usually, I don't like watermelon, but I, I don't like... like I don't like watermelon in general. You don't like like actual watermelon? No. Is it the seeds? No, it's just it's eating water. <laughs> like I can just drink water. Don't you mean water? I mean water. It's a watermelon. It's a watermelon. Yeah, you want to go get a uh, watermelon down at the yeah. Aldi? When I was a kid, uh, people around where I lived would call him uh, George Washington. Yes, I've heard that. Because they talked about get get your washcloth and go wash. Yeah. And they called him George Washington, and they called it Washington D.C. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, know why he would do that. Yeah, I don't but know. They did. <laughs> Accents are fucking weird, right? Like, well, I took a class on linguistics in college, so oh, I know yeah. everything about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember much actually. But I do That's remember cool. that um, language develops out of what's easiest because human beings are extremely lazy. Yeah, it makes it's sense. It's why we drop the first thing that like any sort of colloquial dialect does is drop the G from words. Yeah. Because putting the G at the end of I-N is uh, too much fucking work. Extra muscle movement in the back of your throat. Ing. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to deal with that shit. You can just all have it sit on the tip of your tongue. It's easier. I don't um, find that to be how I like to speak, though. I like to move my whole throat. I like when something is in my throat, like, all the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I, I call it deep-throating. I don't know if that's a thing already, it's, but that's When I'm talking, it. I'm always deep-throating. Yeah, if my <laughs> mouth is open, I'm deep-throating. Tell that to your linguistics professor. If I'll you're tell in college it to my right now, everybody. Kind of linguistics professor. Be like, professor, uh, I always like to talk with my throat. I call it deep throating. What do you think about that? <laughs> what do you think about that? Is that a thing I could like maybe trademark? Can I get a better grade? <laughs> I deep throat. I get a better grade. <laughs> and then when they're like, they try and get sexual with you, be like, wait, what Whoa, the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I mean, I just talk deeply. What are you yeah, talking about? I use my whole throat, guy. Uh, so what? I guess what we're saying is trick a professor into being fired. Blackmail a professor into giving you an A. That's the real college. That's the real college experience. I feel like I should have done that. I was like... A I solid B-plus student I'm not going to say any names, and nobody knows this person, so I'll say that right away. But I knew uh, somebody who had sex with our professors. Oh, yeah? All yeah. of them? Not all of them. Uh, just Jesus. 
The one person I had sex with one a professor. Oh, okay. And the way like, you said that was very much like there were multiple professors. I mean, there could have been. I only know about the one. It's nobody anybody knows. Jesus. It's Mike Seydorf. <laughs> no. <laughs> he talks too much to Deep Throat. Uh, anyway. Coy- um, Coyd's going to tell him I said that because I know Coyd listens to this. Hey, Coyd. Hey, Coyd. Uh, imagine that I'm posting that alien picture you love so much. <laughs> I had to fucking <laughs> scrounge for that fucking thing to save it on my phone. Um, <laughs> this episode is ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, I think that's enough for this fucking show. What do you think? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to support this show and make us not say things like that at the end of the episode, if you want to know who was fucking the professor. You need to head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys and M-Class fans. And uh, for a little bit more money, you get access to new podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. We just did one of those not too long ago. I th- no, we did a commentary track commentary. not too long ago. Commentary, yeah. Which you can also get at a higher level. Uh, we did Total Recall, and we have commentary tracks for... Um, Rumble in the Bronx. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Um, Beastmaster? Beastmaster 2. 2? <laughs> yeah. The best one. We have a few uh, commentary Mario, tra- Mario yeah, Brothers. The Super Mario Brothers movie. We have a few cool commentary tracks. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's right. I forgot we did TMN, yeah. the original one. That's so a great movie. We have a lot of really great commentary tracks available. Uh, so check them out on patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Uh, you gotta put down fucking money. Money, please. And uh, shoot us an email for our other program. Uh, it's mclassemail at gmail.com. Singular. says singular. It's never been plural. Never, ever. I'm looking very hard at the screen right now at you I listening. I can feel it. It's never been plural. I can, f- I can feel it. <laughs> Class email at gmail.com. We'll read your uh, we'll read your email or won't. Anyway. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at Mclass Podcast where uh, Josh has just learned that he can create clips of oh, uh, TAS episodes, so I can only imagine it's gonna become a hundred times better to follow us. Oh my god, I have so many things <laughs> I wanna make a clip of. So check that shit out at Mclass Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh when this comes out, there won't be, but soon there will be a whole new little mini podcast on our Patreon. I imagine you can figure what the fuck it's about at this point. There's been enough clues, so yeah. go check it. There's been enough blues clues. I'm throwing them off the trail. They'll never know. Yeah, we're doing a blues clues book. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got a letter. Oh, my God. I love that tune. Um, Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we'll be back in another week with more M-Class goodness. So, bye-bye. Bye.
I'm mentally ill. 